I'll get this right out there, right from the beginning. Um, everybody should be charging a design fee of some sort. Welcome to the Designer on the Go, the podcast for home design professionals everywhere. Are you looking to take your home design business to the next level? Are you ready to learn the tricks of the trade of home design? We'll sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. You are now streamed into the Designer on the Go podcast. Here is your host, Matthew Ferrarini. Okay, welcome to Designing in Your Car with your host, Matthew Ferrarini. Um, in this short podcast, we're going to talk about, we talk about topics while I'm driving to my client's house or to a job site or anywhere related to design. So today, I'm actually headed to a project we're doing um, for a client, a full house renovation, and uh, should be a lot to see. All right, today's topic is design fees. So I want to talk about design fees. When I first started off as a designer about 11 years ago, um, I literally read every forum you can imagine on design fees. And what I found out was there is no industry standard. Like literally, everybody's doing it different. Um, and you know, and, and, and part of it's for good reason because some designers are at different levels, some designers in different geographical areas, some designers don't you know make their money on the back end, not the front end. So there is a reason why it's so varied across this country. Um, but I want to share what I've learned because I've tried pretty much all of the methods, um, you know, over the past ten years. I want to just share what has really worked for me. And hopefully you guys can take it and run with it. So uh, for design fees, um, my firm belief, I'll get this right out there right from the beginning. Um, everybody should be charging a design fee of some sort. Okay. doesn't have to be 10,000. doesn't have to be a thousand. doesn't even have to be a hundred. I mean, literally you could charge a measurement fee, right? You could take the, the Home Depot model and charge a $75 measurement fee, right? If you really like, for the people that are like, no, we don't want to charge design fees, charge 75 bucks. And if they don't want to pay that, then pretty much just let them walk. You know, sometimes the best job you can get are the ones that you do not get. <laughs> or no, I messed that up. Sometimes the best jobs are the ones that you don't get. So um, with that said, why is it so important? What's the difference between $75 and and nothing. Well, the difference is the psychology um, that goes into it, right? So when somebody hands you nothing and you do something, right, um, it is, you're setting a standard, a psychological standard. You're setting a trend. You're setting a um, psychological setting for that person that this individual, I can give them nothing and they can give me their time. Wow. The most precious thing that we all have, and we're willing to—they're willing to give that away for free. So, a few things it does when you don't charge a design fee. One, it, you lose credibility with the client um, almost instantly, uh, at least the the, the, the valuable clients, um, because now they know that you're you'll pretty much do anything for anybody. Um, so you're going to lose that credibility. You're going to lose the exclusivity factor. They're going to know that wow. Any molar or jack can work with you, and um, you know, and, and that's what it is. So, 
often I hear people say, oh, well, we qualify them. If they have the right budget, then we'll do it. You know, we only do it if we qualify them. But the truth is, um, if they have the budget, let's just say at 50000 what's the big deal with them spending 500 you know, on a design fee, you know, or, you know, whatever those numbers are, right? Um, this also lets you know that people are very serious and they're not just tire kicking. So, um, straight from the, from, you know, straight from the top of this conversation, I want to say that, um, yes, everyone should be charging for a design fee. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's just, it hurts the industry. If you don't, it hurts yourself. It hurts your family, your spouse, your children, your valuable time, and you need to charge for it. And you know, that number can be based on your experience level, your geographics. Like you can adjust all of that, right? Um, based on, based on, uh, based on that. All right. I, you could charge now in terms of like, what do you charge for a design fee? Now that we know like you need to be charging something, it really depends on your experience. It depends on the demand, you know, that is, that you have, right? A lot of this is supply and demand. So, you know, if you are at a point where you have more work than you can handle, then obviously you can change those numbers and you can increase it because you're only one person. You can only design but so much, right? Um, if you're, if you have a high production business where you're constantly pumping, pumping out projects and you have a huge staff, then, you know, it's a little bit different because it's never ending. So you have this vast amount of supply. My recommendation there would be to always reduce your supply, um, to a, you know, to where your demand is either equivalent or much more demand than supply. So for my organization, what has been successful for us on many fronts is just, um, you know, we, we've tried to hire production, I've hired people, and it was mostly because I felt like the design quality was suffering or the customer service was suffering. So we, you know, we only do 12 to 16 projects a year total. And more often than not, it's around 12 projects a year. But what that does is it allows us to pick the clients. It allows us to be more selective and work on projects that we really want to work on, um, which is great. But I digress a little bit. So the amount that you charge correlates to supply and demand. Um, I would say that's the biggest thing. And, and you know, as you win more awards, as you you become nationally published, things like that, all of that helps um, to being able to, like, demand more money. All right, so I would say the lowest I think I charged early on was like $250 for a kitchen or bath design of a qualified uh, homeowner, okay? Um, And nowadays we charge, it varies depending on the scope, but we charge anywhere from $3,500 to $10,000 depending on the scope of work um, is really the the key factor, Um, you know? how much is involved with the project. Um, so that's a good range. I mean, literally you're anywhere from 250 bucks to 10,000. Um, and that's just for that initial schematic design. Okay. That's not for detailed tile drawings. That's not for lighting plans. That's not for, um, you know, detailed drawings. This is just schematic you know, this is your ideas and your ideas are very, very valuable. That is our capital. As designers, your intellectual property is the most valuable thing 
you can offer. You are solving problems with your knowledge, and you definitely deserve to be to deserve to be paid for it. Um, okay, so we said yes, yes to design fees, range anywhere. I was anywhere from two hundred fifty to ten thousand um, bucks in the life of my career. Um, Home Depot, seventy-five bucks, I think, for a measurement. It might be a hundred now, um, just so you kind of have a reference. Um, now, in terms of hourly fees versus flat fees, this is really circumstantial. It really depends on how you like to work. For me, I always do flat fees, um, but I specialize in kitchens. Um, we do end up often doing complete interiors. But um, it's a little bit easier. The, the smaller the scope, the easier it is to be fixed. Um, the bigger the scope, the harder it is to be fixed. Um, and the, the reason for that is, um, you know, you, um, you know, for me, when you're in a smaller area, it's easier. Smaller scope, it's easier to do a fixed a fix rate. Now, um, I'm the type of designer that will work on something until I absolutely love it. All right. So with that said, that could happen in, you know, three days that can happen in 10 days. Um, you know, obviously as you do it more, you get better and better and better, but I don't like putting timestamps on the time it takes. Like for me, I have to look at it and love it and know it's done. So I might be up to 3am sometimes working on a client's project so I prefer a, a flat fee for creative, um, which often means you just have to charge a little bit more um, to make sure you cover yourself. But even if you do go over, if it's an amazing design, I feel like you'll make that back a dozen different ways. Um, so for me, it's fixed. I do have a lot of friends, colleagues that do hourly. That's totally fine as well. Um, it just, you know, Clients often, especially the younger generation, um, you know, millennials, they're often a lot more hesitant about hourly rates and, um, you know, because it's open-ended and everybody kind of wants to know what things are going to cost. We all do. So, um, yeah, I see things certainly trending to fixed rates, um, but I just pulled up to my project. I got to see what's going on. Maybe uh, yell at a couple people. No, I'm not really a yeller. Um, but let me get in here. I hope everybody has an amazing day out on their job sites or in their studios. Um, have fun. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Designer on the Go podcast. Love this episode? Be sure to subscribe, share, and head over to your iTunes or Google Play Store to leave a review. See you at the next episode.